Welcome back to the End Times Countdown. I am your host, it's Pastor Matt here. So glad that you joined me for this episode. I have been waiting to get to this episode for quite some time now. As you guys have probably figured out from my last couple podcasts, um, I hope you enjoyed those podcasts on Oral Roberts. I know there is a lot of things surrounding Oral Roberts, but you know what? There's a lot of things surrounding just about every person of faith that's ever done anything about anything for anything. It just seems to be the rule that when a person is anointed by God, uh, whether it is just a season of their life even, <laughs> Their rest of their entire life and everything they do, everything they say is under complete scrutiny. It's just crazy, but it is what it is. I, I do hope, though, that you uh, could hear the power that was in that visitation that we talked about. Uh, but I want to get over into this broadcast. I am so excited about this because here we're going to get over into what was revealed to me oh, a few weeks ago, about the line that's been crossed where judgment is concerned. So, so many people are wondering, they're like, listen, Brother Matt, what is it? So, what's going to do this? Because you guys, you crazy people, <laughs> have been talking about this for ages. For I've heard people say, oh, man, this rapture thing, this is, y'all been saying that for the last 5,000 years or something. And you know, my grandma used to say that and all of these things. And so the even today with believers, you have a hard time finding a believer that really believes that this rapturing event is going to take place. You're not really going to find it in the mainstream churches, which is kind of sad because those are the biggest one that's out there. But we hear all of this, and I've even myself, and th this what I'm giving you in this broadcast is a direct result of me sitting before the Lord and asking Him the same question <laughs> over and over and over. But you remember He said to us, ask, and keep on asking, because He that asks, right, and we believe we receive, we're going to get the answer. It may just be a matter of timing, so sometimes if we know things too soon, see, that's what I love about prophecy and all the things that are happening uh, is what I love about doing this podcast. If we had things too quickly, well, it'd be wasted because we couldn't understand. We wouldn't know what on earth you were even talking about, and it would get buried you know, underneath uh, times and, and uh, generations and misunderstandings and good heavens, you guys know how humans are on the planet. We take that thing and have it, <laughs> it, it said this and was going this way, and we turn it and it's, it's 180 out going this way. Um, so it's really important that we trust the timing of God and we ask and just keep asking. Really, really important. So I kept asking him this question, Father, what is the trigger point? What is going to be the thing that's going to launch us over into this last days, this, the judgment, the things that are, you've prophesied over and over for, well, listen, thousands of years now, as long as we have the Bible, the Bible's been speaking about this since the beginning. And then he has confirmed it and continued it through his people, through his prophets, and people that he's just used throughout the many, many years. So I kept asking him, well, what is the trigger point? What is going to launch us over into this 
where there's there's no backing up. There's right. So we're not we're not any longer saying, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's happening, and it's happening all around us. This is exactly what happened to me, and I believe that I know the crossed line to the end times. And I've already alluded to it some, but we've crossed the line. And when I saw the scriptures that he gave me and what's happening right now in our world right now, it was a, a just a speechless moment because I realized, oh my goodness, this is it. So let me just take you to the scriptures right off the bat that revealed to me what I believe is the line that's crossed that is going to trigger judgment. Right, so we've been in the end times for a long time now, but what is actually going to trigger these things and events that you and I have been talking about for the last couple years? And so shortly after praying this, I woke up and I went into my prayer time like normal, and these scriptures came to my, to my heart, and this is the scriptures, Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, Mark chapter 9, verse 42, Luke chapter 17, verse 2, and Revelation 18, 21. To me, I believe that this is a direct answer to these, these weeks and months of asking him, Father, what is the trigger point? What is going to launch us over into this judgment, into this place? So Matthew chapter 18, really in verse 1, it says this, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Right? <laughs> very, very human thing to do. And Jesus called a little child unto him. And he set him right in the middle of them all. And he said, I'm telling you the truth. Except you be converted and become as little children, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore will humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receives me. Before I go on, I need us to all to understand that children are huge to God. So our society kind of deems children as lesser and less important, as we'll find out here in a minute. You know, it's, it's more important to save the mother or so forth and sacrifice losing a child than it is to save a child. It's interesting because our mindset about children is completely backwards as far as God's idea of children is. God esteems, He loves children. And we can see it through the picture of Christ, how He dealt with children. So in verse 7, He says this, "'Woe unto the world because of offenses.'" This word offenses in the Greek is the word skandalon. It's where we get our word scandal. But what's really interesting about this word is this. It literally means the movable stick or trigger of a trap. <laughs> it's the trigger of a trap. We would say it like this. It's the trigger of a gun. It's the piece that, that ignites. It, this is the piece that, that launches the bullet out of, out of the chamber. This is the piece that 
causes the reaction of a destructive force. So remember, I was praying and asking the Lord, and we've all been asking Him, haven't we? What is the trigger point? What is the one thing that's going to... Because it hasn't happened yet, right? We're still looking at this and going, oh man, any day. I mean, something really, really bad at any time is going to happen. I've heard so many people say, well, when is this earthquake, with this thing with California? What about this? And what about this? And what about this? And I'm like, listen, I don't know All of these things are in God's timing, and it's in His hands. All I know is this, is He is trying to reach and save as many people as possible because God doesn't like judgment any more than we like judgment. And I mean evil judgment. I mean destructive judgment. That's the result of gross sin accumulating and drawing judgment to itself. Um, I've said this before, and I'm going to say this again, and we need to be really cautious about this. God isn't up there, and He's not He's not sitting up there with a great big bowl of judgment. And when when people do some something stupid or or rebellious or whatever, He's not sitting up there with a bowl ready to just dump it out on you or a nation or a region. He's already judged these things. Now we have to make sure we keep the Old Testament clear of the New Testament, the old covenant that was the Mosaic covenant. We need to keep that, the Abrahamic covenant, clear from the covenant with Christ, because these are two entirely different covenants. So the new covenant, if you're a born-again believer, just by being born again, you have escaped the judgment of that's being that's being poured out upon the world before in the old covenant things were being done and poured out and so forth because there was no reach there was no bridge as job said from god himself into mankind all there was was sacrifice. All there was, I mean, there was still prayer. There was still, you know, they still did what we do today, but there was no link. There was no bridge. Job said, oh, that there was a man to bridge the gap between me and God. He didn't have Christ. In the new covenant, we have Christ who bridges that gap. We now have a man to bridge the gap between God and us, and he has promised us that he will have no wrath for us ever again. Now, we can be dumb, and we can get out from underneath the protection. We can get out of the love of God that we're supposed to be living and walking in. We can get out of things, and what happens? (laughs) Y'all, it's like us just jumping over into a shark-infested ocean. It's We do it to ourselves. It's not God doing it to me. And it's so important that we remember that. Now, if you're out in the world, God still isn't doing it to you. Through Christ and through this new covenant, judgments were set in place. If you're outside of this new covenant, if you're outside of this relationship with God through Christ, and you're living in sin, and and then there is an abundance of sin, we know through the, the book of Romans that the wages of sin is death. It's judgment. So what this looks like is this. It's a magnet. It draws judgment to you. The more concentrated sin, 
the more concentrated and the more quickly the judgment comes. So God's not up there with this great big hammer playing whack-a-mole every time somebody does something stupid. He definitely is not doing this with Christians, with believers. Uh, This is one of my biggest pet peeves about the times that we're living in um, and what traditions will teach us. So let's keep that separate. Let's keep that in mind. And let's look at this again. He said... Woe to the world because of offenses, because of scandalon. And the scandalon, again, it is the movable sticker trigger of a trap. It's a trigger point. So what he's saying is, is woe to the world because of trigger points. <laughs> Man. Um, throughout history, mankind has had a series of a very extensive, powerful, what I call trigger points or lines that were crossed. Israel experienced their fair share of trigger points. You remember because God said, okay, here, listen, this is the way you're going, and this is the way I don't want you to go. Here's the way I want you to go. But if you keep going your own way, what did he say? This is going to happen. Um, and then, so they, as they went on and they decided to choose their own way, at some point, they came to a trigger point. They came to a scandalon. And that scandalon triggered the judgment that he had already told them the repercussions of you going this way. This is no different than what's happening today. This is no different than what happened in ancient Rome with Nero. And this is no different thing than what happened all throughout the ages, the Middle Ages, and on and on and on. We're experiencing these things even today, right now. This is a trigger point. Now listen to what Jesus said about these trigger points. For it must needs be that these scandalons come, that these trigger points come. It's necessary. My goodness. He said it's necessary that this happens. But he said, woe to that man by whom that trigger point comes. (laughs) Mr. T would say it like this. I pity the fool by whom (laughs) the scandalon comes, by whom that trigger point comes. I see it like this. Um, woe to the group, to the region, to the people group, woe to the society by whom this trigger point comes. My goodness. How about this? Woe to the political party or movement by which the scandalon comes. The trigger point, that crossed line is, is, that line is crossed. There's a generation that we're waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, that will be the generation who will cross that line. They will bring into existence the scandalon, the trigger point that will take us from waiting and looking and prophesying and seeing this in the near future to crossing over that line and being in it, experiencing it, and it's coming to pass. You know, for for centuries, prophets prophesied to Israel about the captivity in Babylon, probably so much so that the people just kind of got tired of hearing it, 
And they just kept living and it kept getting worse. And they kept start they started to be offended at the prophet who kept telling and warning and trying to get them to go the other way. <laughs> So that they were beating them. They were throwing them in prison. They were mocking them, deriding them. They were whipping, beating, and sending them out, excommunicating them from their villages and their nations, their synagogues and their, and their spiritual places. Folks, this is happening today. People have listened and heard about the rapture of the church, the catching away of the church. They've heard about the end times. They've heard about the second coming of Christ, this advent so much so, and for so long, just like Israel did about their captivity, just like the people did in Noah's day, they heard about this flood for a hundred years, 100 years. <laughs> I mean, and they just got tired of hearing it. It freaked them out for the first 25 years. And then the next 25 years, when it didn't happen, they were just like, well, okay, what do we do about this? The next 25 years, people started saying, you know what? I don't even think it's going to happen. I think this guy's a fruit loop, right? And then the last 25 years on into the 100, they were beginning to deride him. They were beginning to mock him. They were beginning to do all the things that societies do when they're tired of hearing about judgment. This is what's so messed up about prophecy and about God warning people on this planet is we can get to a place because we're so quick-minded. We want to see it now. We think it's going to happen now. We're a microwave. Listen, the microwave was only invented in our lifetime, but microwave thinking has been since time began. And so we're sitting around thinking, well, it hasn't happened yet. I don't think it's going to happen. And we just go on with this mindset from scared, fear of the Lord, to is there even a God? I mean, that's foolishness. That's not even going to happen. People have been saying that forever. That, ladies and gentlemen, in itself is a precursor to a scandalon moment, to a trigger point moment. <laughs> Just, just the reactions and the reflections and the conversations of the society of people who are being warned is a huge indicator of a trigger point, of a scandalon that is just about to be crossed, a line drawn for a thousand years that's about to be crossed. Ladies and gentlemen, in the United States of this glorious America, our societies and our people are now flaunting God in such a way, and they're deriding the church. They're deriding the faith. Listen, even people in the church are all over Facebook and YouTube mocking and deriding the church themselves. It's, it's literally like beating yourself up. <laughs> it's like what we used to say, shooting yourself in your foot. It's not, just, it's not just the world that's deriding and mocking and, off, and offensive things and ways and conversation against the church. It's the church itself now. This is a huge indicator of a trigger point that's about to be revealed, a, a line that's about to be crossed. Never before have we seen Christian people uh, either walk away from God or still going to the church, divorcing their, their spouses, 
and marrying people of the same sex and still going on like nothing's changed and 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 or walking away from God and mocking and deriding and doing everything they can do to destroy the church. This is just one tiny piece of what's happening out there. And again, guys, this is a huge, huge indicator of a scandalon moment. So you're like, okay, well, what do we do about this then? Here's what Jesus said to do about it. You ready? I don't know if you're ready. Verse 8, he says, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, man, if your hand or your foot brings you to a place of, here's the new word, scandalizo, so same word, same root, but different usage. If, if your hand or your foot causes you to trip up and begin to distrust or desert one in whom you ought to trust and obey, cut it off and cast it away from you as far as you can throw it. Because it's better for you to enter into life, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. He said, if your eye, scandalizo, if your eye causes you to trip up, if your eye, here's what he's saying, if your hands, if there's any part of your body, your member, if it's causing you to trip up, if it's causing you to come to a trigger point moment, individually or corporately, cut it off. This is God talking. He doesn't want judgment to overtake you. He doesn't want to lose people. He doesn't want to lose nations or regions. But he knows, greater than we do, the plans and the purposes. He knows that there is a a world and a ruler of darkness out there that has his own platform and his own agenda. And he said, listen, If there's any member, any part of you that may cause you to stumble or distrust me, to lose faith in me at all, cut it off and throw it as far as you can throw it. Because it's so much better for you to go into heaven (laughs) with a little nub (laughs) or or, uh, with an eye patch than to be fully complete and be cast into the hell fire. But you guys know how I work by now, um, all you wonderful listeners out there. <laughs> I like to lay out the foundation of this thing first so that when we go over into the actual thing, you know exactly what we're talking about. And it's, it's so much more impactful, so much more powerful. But the first thing I think we really need to come to grips with is there is something that's going to cause this to come to pass. What's going to cause the catching way of the church? What's going to cause the rapture of the church? There's a trigger point. There's going to be a scandal on that's going to occur. There's going to be a line that's going to be crossed. What we all want to know, Brother Matt, Brother Matt, is what is the line? What is the trigger point? And guys, when we come back for the next episode, I'm going to lay that out. I wanted to do this podcast first, though, for us to be able to sit on this um, there is a corporate scandalon. There is an individual scandalon, as we see. This scripture actually speaks of both. So you remember that Paul told us in Corinthians and in Ephesians that the church itself is a body made up of many, many parts, all fitly joined together. 
listen to what he said. If there be, if your hand causes you to distrust, mistrust, or begin to go in a different direction, look what he said, cut it off. Better for the corporate to enter into heaven with a nub than for the whole entity to miss it. Man, and there's so many prophetic implications in this. Look, the hands are what makes and moves and works things. The eye is the seeing part. This can actually be related to prophetic things. Um, there are so they, prophets used to be called seers back in the old days in the ancient times. They were called seers because they what saw into the future. They were seers, saw into prophetic things. Look what he said. If your eye causes you to stumble, mistrust, or go another direction. Wow. So how careful should we be about what prophetic things that we do here? What about the false prophets and the things of today? Are there false prophets? Oh, yes. Are there false prophets in the church? Yes. <laughs> and he said, if any of these things cause you to mistrust, distrust, what he's saying to us is this, cut it off because you're headed to a scandalon, and there's no turning back. Now, for the world, it's heading towards a scandalon, and there's no turning back, and, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Individually, corporately, as a church, we can stop it, but individually out there in the world, no, no, they're headed towards it, and that's our whole job is to pray and to love these people out of that darkness and into the light so they won't experience the judgment that is coming. It is coming. So I thought it important in this first podcast to lay this out first and to let us understand the indicators that we are either headed towards this scandal on or we are so close to crossing over that line if we haven't crossed the line already. My goodness, y'all, that went so fast. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to this second half. Come back and join me for the second part of this where we're going to talk about and I'm going to reveal to you exactly what I believe the crossed line is. And I think you guys already know. But we'll take this up then. As we always say, listen, be awake, be aware, and be ready. And we'll see you guys next time.